What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. You are tuning in to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I am your host in the driver's seat, Megan Silito, with my lovely co-host, Suzanne Stauffer. Hello, Say hello. Haha, <laughs> and we have a very special guest today, my mentor and good friend, Carol Tuttle. Say hello, Carol. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, good to be here. For those of you who didn't read my Facebook post, Carol is... Uh, someone in my life who was a, that person that came into my path and was a game changer and saw something in me when I was about to, well, I was trying to choose off the planet, whether I was doing it consciously or not. When I look back, I was trying ever, every which way to get off the planet. And she showed up and saw something in me and reached out to me and literally gave me uh, the best uh, swift kick in the butt lovingly and um, just changed the direct trajectory of my whole life. And so I'm just um, so excited to have you here, Carol, and like I'm excited to play with you. And I think you have a story about why you're on here today. <laughs> well, I have, you know, we started this um, together really 21 years ago. I was just a few steps ahead of you. And <laughs> I've always been very... Uh, direct with you, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> Megan, <laughs> and I distinctly remembering that moment when I just knew you were meant to go to the rapid eye training. I forgot, I'm reading your Facebook thing, and I forgot that I have some, in some way got a deal for you to do a trade or something. I don't even remember that. Yeah, but, it was a trade. Um, I've been listening to your radio shows, and and one of them, Suzanne, was saying how she works with some high-profile people that haven't. That how did you say that, Suzanne? It was something like that they've chosen to keep it confidential that they do set. You know, we coach with you, and I listened yeah. to that. And went, oh, that's me. That was me, <laughs> and I I am. I want to say, I, Megan and Suzanne, I've worked with both of them. Megan has helped me with some big life um, situations, personal. So Megan's been my personal coach. And Suzanne is what I call my intuitive business coach. Mm. And she's my first go-to. And I can, I have had a practice in my business for 
pretty for my entire career, and I phrase it as I follow the energy, and I can tell when the energy's off or something's stuck or there. It's like a game board to me, and I can intuit the energy and know something's up. And I've done numerous sessions with Suzanne to get the feedback I need to then work with the energy and shift things and change the game board. And uh, every time we nail it. (laughs) (laughs) We do. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So when you said, hey, I'll come on your show and I'll tell everybody that I work with you, I was like, we go. That's awesome. Yeah, because, you know, the work that I do can be, you know, a little bit wooey for some people and, um, and so, yeah, I really appreciated that so much. And both Megan and I were like, well, why hadn't we thought about having Tuttle on the show? <laughs> you know? <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, welcome. I'm glad I'm here. So thank you. I think for me, it, it, part of it was like, I'm, I'm such a good friend and I see how much people kind of tug at you and want you to, you know, use your influence and, and pretty face for things. And I I, have, I always get scared that that's going to, I don't want to overstep any boundaries. So I think that's why I hadn't, I think that's due in part to my one nature, which you're going to be talking about that today, about how like different um, uh, energy movements and energy types actually create in different ways and they have different strengths and challenges. Yeah. So that that's yeah. something that has been given me a lot of permission. So I'll, I'll let you talk about the, the profiling system that you've come up with. Yeah, and I remember when I introduced you, I was in, Megan has always been one of the first when I've ever done anything, kind of launched new things and into the new thing that I'm doing. And we've kind of navigated our, you know, we, we've really supported each other through the years to, you know, be there to just, if nothing else, just say, you can do it. <laughs> I remember I remember you a big thing that before I talk about the four types and energy profiling, um, I just wanna share a brief story with when I wrote Remembering Wholeness, which is to date the most read book I've ever published. And I published the first edition in the year two thousand and it was an early time for the message of that book, especially in the state of Utah. It was not something that was um, the things that I write about in Remembering Wholeness in the year 2000 were seen as controversial, you know, rather than, I say they're unconventional as far as at the time it wasn't your classic self-help material. I brought a lot of metaphysical things forward in that book and started talking about energy and energy healing. And, you know, now it's like, Everybody's doing it. If you want to be cool, <laughs> talk about this stuff. But at the time, it was sort of radical. And I remember getting some backlash for that immediately and called out on it and uh, people upset. And she said, and Megan always calls me Tuttle. That's her. I, I'm Tuttle. And Megan's world, she goes, Tuttle. It wouldn't, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to make a difference in the world if you weren't willing to upset some people. You know, like, come on. You know, so <laughs> if, if it'd be like whatever, it wouldn't be any different than anybody else is doing. So you're doing a good thing. And that, that became a point of reference for me from, for that, you know, because I've had a lot of 
experiences where a lot of people love you and some people don't. And I just, I've held to that, that you, when you shared that with me, that became sort of a, a point of reference for until now even. You know, it, was, it really impacted me, that feedback, because I am someone that, put, you know, I, I create my energy moves things it created it opens things up it causes us to look at what's not working in our lives and if we're not ready to look at it i can be the one that's called out to say you know my stuff i don't look at my stuff so i'm gonna make you wrong you know <laughs> so anyway the four types and energy profiling it's a very simple system but it has profound um it's, for its simplicity, it gives you this reference to self and others in a profound way. And it's based on movement. It's not based on personality. That we're all born with an innate movement, a nature that's born in us that is expressed through various human qualities, characteristics. And it's even something that can be profiled in utero and in infants. All of my seven grandchildren have known, we have known their types since birth. Each of their moms has intuitively known from carrying them which types they are. And I call them um, just simply type 1, type 2, type 3, type 4 as an easy reference, but it, that holds volumes of understanding. And so type 1, the movement is upward and out. It's upward, out. It has a quality of being connected, disconnected. Think of, um, you know, that you can connect, move over here now, connect here, disconnect, go over here. It kind of jumps. The energy and the expression of water is a bubbling, boiling, evaporating up and out. It's just high movement. It's the highest of the movement, but a light movement. Light, random, spontaneous. It requires for a human being to that is a type 1, their energy creates a quality of lightness, openness, and freedom. We call that fun. We call that playing. See, we have different, you know, and and because that's seen as a re- something to do when you're recreating or in your childhood, type ones are hit with a sense of irresponsibility for being their truth, because the world is very type three, very type four world in the movement and the structure and the results orientation. And so t- type ones tend to lose themselves more readily than any other type from passing from youth to adulthood because they're not recognized. It's not recognized as a mature energy. But yet there's very successful type one adults. Jim Carrey is one of his story about when he wrote himself a check for <laughs> a million so dollars, I mean, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he put it in his wallet because uh-huh. he was then intending for that manifestation, and it really committed him to, you know, and he did it living true to himself. He's a highly animated type one, um, at least on the screen, you know, in real life. I'm sure his animation is dialed down a little bit, but that's a quality that you see in type ones is the animated quality and this engagement in life of wanting to lit open lift and open the energy and we Megan this is 
talk about <laughs> stuff, Megan. Yeah. yeah. So type one. <laughs> <laughs> guess who? Guess who is a type one in this group? Huh? Ha. <laughs> 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 so, um, and something that, I mean, I know we have a, a, a pretty, um, I don't know, I think we have sort of a diverse audience. We have a lot of access uh, people that listen to us. And, and so what I want to say is that it's, we're, what we're really talking about here are specific places to look for capacities. And like, uh, for me, as, as I remember when you first introduced me to this, and it's so funny because I have those moments with you too, Carol, where you say something and it sticks with me. And I remember when you were talking about the one energy and I said, you mean I don't have to grow up? And she said, no, it will be a disservice to the world if you grow up. You're, you need to stay Peter Pan. And I was like, oh, and I was just like, I, that gave me so much permission because I kept trying to fit into this world of form and structure. And it was like, I like, oh, I have to do it like them and I have to do it like them. And I remember like going on speaking engagements and things like that. And I put on these professional suits and I literally felt like I was in freaking drag, man. It was like, it so didn't feel like me. And it's like, you know what? If I came to a event dressed as a pirate, I think it would go a long, a long ways, you know, and just as a metaphor for just being me and being my playful self. And it's, it's really awesome how much more people respond to me and, and actually listen to me when I'm being ridiculous. You know, it's like, and when I try to be serious and I try to be like muted, then people don't even connect with me because it's so out of mm -hmm. alignment with my energy. Mm -hmm. So that's the dilemma people face is depending on what type their parents are. And because we're moving out of a more hierarchical parenting methodology, someone like you with what we've discovered that both your parents were type four they parented you to not trust your your natural gifts, to not trust what is innate in you and how to then, you know, continue to make choices that are aligned with that. And you've, you know, since you've known this about yourself, you've stayed really true to it. You have a point of reference now to go, where am I at with being me? And the being me should be effortless. You know, and I have to say the access consciousness is a very type one world because it's all about possibilities. Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I can profile people. There's five assessment processes to understand your true nature. Uh, body, there's body language and face, physical features, which are the most telling. And then you have behavior tendencies, thought and feeling processes, and then personality. But body language, word choices, uh, ways we move, uh, facial expressions, the shapes and lines and symbols, all who you are because it's all movement. And I observe the access consciousness community and I'm, it's majority of type one people who have been given permission to hope, believe, and have possibility. Just the idea of uh, posing a question creates an open energy for possibility to show up better than you could hope for. Okay, so the whole thing is very much nurturing that those people with that nature. Mm -hmm. And it's powerful because it's giving a lot of permissions to just be. And when you are aligned with your true energy, 
your manifestation powers are much more potent because, you know, that alignment, things are attracted that are compatible to who you are that support your joy. So, Carol, we have a question um, from Rioa in the chat room, and she asks, is there a type where a person seems to be born old and then gets younger as they age? No, I wouldn't say there's necessarily, again, that's all, what does it mean to be younger? What does it mean to be older? Those are all cultural programs, you know. I think we're learning to who am I regardless of age. Um, so, Well, what I was wondering is maybe like as she's gotten older that she's actually um, given herself permission to be more Yeah, that would her. look like that. Yeah, as children, we're can, we're in environments where the it's as young children, it's necessary to um, be impacted by our parents' preferences because we don't have maturity and we don't have the freedom to. Mm-hmm. You know, we either if if our true nature is upsetting to our parents. Like if a type 1 child has a type 4 parent and they move a lot, they move, 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 they have a lot of movement, that parent can get aggravated and start then the message back is settle down, sit still, which is stop being you. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, you're not okay. You, you've got to change so I'm not agitated, so I'm not upset at you disciplining you. So as children, one of my most popular books is The Child Whisper. It's... It's a parenting book that teaches parents how to profile their children so they'll stop accidentally wounding them. Mm-hmm. And I get, last night I had a book signing and half the people there were 10 and under because kids <laughs> are just on a very deep level just get that somehow I've woke up their parent to who they are. And they're just, it's the most fascinating thing to me to be in this position now in my profession where children are enamored by me, you know, I feel so much stewardship with that to go, wow, you know, mm-hmm. I'm helping flip this thing so we, we stop shutting down the a human <laughs> and we can support people living true to themselves <laughs> from their birth, you know. Yeah. Big job, yeah. but I can do it. <laughs> yeah. So really quick, because we're getting lots of questions about, I don't know my type, or I think I'm all for types. How do I, is that even possible? How do I know my type? Like, is there a resource that you could send? Or yeah, that let, me, let me people? go over, I'll go, go to, um, this, this, my profiling system is intimately connected with a dressing system I teach called Dressing Your Truth. So the Best way to get we I have a free online profiling course at dressingyourtruth.com forward slash free course. And I take you through a thirty minute video program where I introduce all four types um to get you going in the process. You have all four energies in you. I believe they're connected to the elements in our biology of our DNA, which are nitrogen, oxygen, hydrogen, and carbon. Everything in this physical world is made of those elements. And alone they have distinct characteristics and movement true to the movement that you express as your dominant type. So type two, which would be our 
where type 1 is nitrogen or air, type 2 is oxygen or water. It's fluid flowing, downward, subtle, soft energy. It's relaxed. It's connected. Where the gift of a type 1 is they get ideas, ideas, ideas with the hope their ideas are possible. They love newness, new options, new opportunity. Type 2s lead with inquiry, questioning. Questioning the ideas. What are the details we need to know to make a plan to now move forward? So they think more methodically. They think step by step by step. What are the steps to get us there? So they'll pose questions. They they ask questions as a way of receiving the feedback they need. And that is a gift because their gift is to notice details, to have make plans, to create a calming effect. You bring a type 2 into a space. Uh, if I were to any time that I, you know, say I'm speaking to a lot of people and if I had a type 1 in front of the room, the energy would go up. There'd be more laughing, more interaction, socializing. The whole, whole group kind of gets talking. Now you bring the type 2 in front of the room, everything quiets down. There's a relaxing effect. It goes softer. Now they beat themselves up because they've been told they're shy. They're not assertive enough. They need to put themselves out there. So they see their subtlety as a weakness. They, they feel they blend into the background. They're overlooked. They have softer voices. They have, uh, they aren't, I've met a lot of people that have over, they, they override their true nature and they create a more assertive, aggressive personality and then they physically get ill because they're, they're, they're just, adrenals are getting shot from this override and coming back into their subtle movement they get healthy and they start to trust the flow the calm effect of their energy because some of your most successful people in the world are type twos especially men and money you've got bill gates mark zuckerberg warren buffett yeah because they plan <laughs> they're the planners where the type one sees they're more the Spenders because they don't get grounded with their money. Their money can come and go very quickly, and they love spending it in the experience of creating more happiness and fun. And so they have to get cognizant of that with their monetary experience. Say money needs a certain quality of grounding for accumulation. So if they're not the person to handle that, they, they need to give themselves an allowance of fun money. But they also need to look at, do I need to employ somebody or have somebody in my life that's going to help me or what skill sets do I need to develop? We're type twos. They're the worry warts, the nest eggers. They want to make sure I have enough. It's like, okay, I'm not sure if I can spend it because they're, they need the comfort. They, they're easily brought into states of discomfort and spending can cause a state of discomfort so they feel a stress and they're, my husband's a type two. He loves having his nest egg of money. You know, <laughs> certain amount. You got to make sure it's there. You know, he can just hey, count because it creates creates Carol, a comfort level for him. Yeah, our our producer is reminding us that we need to go to break. So um, so let's do that. And when we come back from break, let's um, talk more about type two. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money 
or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, life, and all things weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird. And I'm the co-host, and apparently I'm talking today, so... <laughs> <laughs> Are you even there, darling? I'm here, sweetie. I was like addressing some chat room things and I didn't realize we were back. <laughs> I got distracted. Shiny thing. <laughs> My one hey. Which is so type one. Shiny things mm -hmm. is so type one, right, Carol? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> cool. So we were talking about twos uh collecting a lot of money. Right? Like kind of wanting that safety? Is that what you were talking about before break? Well, yeah, and they just because they're planners, they and they know details. So they're just gonna be more inclined to be account you know, naturally have strengths for accounting and managing kind of the, the, the paper side, you know, what what's the where everything's at, the their plan, their bigger plan for money, things like that. Mm -hmm. Everyone can be successful with money. 
you know, it's just understanding try, what your strengths that you bring and then what your challenges are. And then type yeah. three move. Go ahead. Take over type three and type four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's why we are getting so many questions because you haven't even identified the other two types. So everybody, yeah, take a breath in the chat room. We're going to give you more info. <laughs> <laughs> type three energy. Now there's a holistic quality to the whole system. Type ones bring ideas and hope. Type twos ask questions to gather details to make a plan. And so type three movement is a push forward, swift, determined, creates an action to create a result. It's a quality of movement that gets everything moving, gets people moving to create an outcome. Type three start things just to finish and get the result. Where a type one will start something just the opportunity to start something new. The whole purpose of a type three starting if they start is to get that result. And they can move several things forward at once because they have a substantial energy. And their movement is seen very much as a masculine movement. And in my book, It's Just My Nature, I talk about the yin-yang quality of these movements. There's, I'm a type three woman. And we've traditionally, culturally made feminine a yin energy. Well, I'm a very yang feminine. I have a very push-forward, determined movement. My body body language is very substantial. You know, I have a heavier foot plant. I talk louder. I just have a more aggressive manner in how I experience the world. And yet, being born at a time when it was really cast that women are meant to be very soft and be type 2 or type 1, there was no point of reference for me and a lot of type 3 women to say, this is what the kind of feminine I bring to the world. And this is the world where Suzanne and I relate because she's also a type three woman. Mm-hmm. And we, we were cast into these cultural molds, you know, to try and be someone we're not. So that's been very powerful for my success to live true to my movement and go after things and go after big things and make things happen and and make things happen for a lot of people, you know, to create movement. And it can be a very challenging energy, though, in a three- or four-year-old toddler because their energy is bigger than them. So these are the kids that get called defiant. They're called, um, they're the, you know, the difficult child. And so I help parents change their language. How about determined, not defiant? You know, and don't put a four-year-old type three child in a booth at Chili's for an hour and a half. They're going <laughs> to open up every... Ch- every sugar packet in front of them. <laughs> Been there, had that experience. <laughs> it's like, we shouldn't even be in this environment. What are we doing? It's not fair to the child, see? So, again, so we're, we're set up as kids a lot of times to be put into places that aren't supportive to who we are for the age we're at, and then we're disciplined for it, see? So parents are learning, you know, a lot of stuff from this body of work to change that, but... The money thing with type threes is real simple. Money's a result. We like lots of it. It's a measurement. <laughs> Isn't that true? I that's very true for me. It's totally yeah, a result. It's a measurement. Yeah, it's a uh-huh. measurement. Uh huh. When I look in my bank account and there's a lot of it in there, I'm like, this is awesome because I got the result I wanted. Right. Yeah. And it's how we are connected. We're very entrepreneurial. We take risks just naturally. And so everyone can be an entrepreneur living true to their type, but I'd say 
in the classic sense of what we see as an entrepreneur, type three energy is the most inclined in that classic traditional entrepreneurial idea. Now, the big, the type three energy that's kind of rocking the USA right now is Donald Trump. He's a mood, <laughs> he's just blowing it up, man. And the thing, besides, I'm not going to comment about his politics. That to me is like another's topic. What I love it is type three energy is blow, is saying, it's just kind of like bulldozing it, you know, like he's a pusher my way. Yeah, yeah. He's pushing, pushing, pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's yeah. shaking it up and it needs to, in my opinion, the energy needs to be things. Everything that's been existing for decades is getting disrupted. See, and he's the disruptor in mm-hmm. the political energy right now. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see what comes of that, but I, I feel like his energy is having an effect to open to open other options. And then type four energy comes into a linear movement. The once we've created an outcome, gotten a result, we have an opportunity to improve upon it, to perfect it and duplicate it. And so a type four has the movement of being symmetrical, bold, balanced linear, uh, a reflective quality to it. And so in the world of a type four, their gift is they step back, look at the bigger picture, and see where the imbalances are. So they lead with critique. They critique to improve. They have this ability to uh, see where the imbalance is, where there could be more value added, and how to then duplicate to uh, have it grow. And so their nature can be seen as too critical, too serious, too analytical. Type fours will get into the profiling world, and this is a very organic, intuitive system. You will not find a quiz or a test. It's about reading yourself, looking at your tendencies. I give you all the ways to do that. And where type fours go off is they start to analyze it. They become very analytical with energy profiling, and they can't come to an analytical, you know, or their analysis doesn't find them a clear black and white answer. So they'll spend six months profiling themselves. <laughs> How using this is more telling about who you are. You see, it's like watch your pro. I can, I can see someone's type by how they move through this information, and and process it and what they do with it. More than any other, you know, than their personality. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what you're doing. That's showing you, you're showing yourself who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they're, they're the big, they're very, um, they're black and white. So they're either very, they're all or nothing. They're very good with money because structure is their natural experience and they create structure, but they can then go to an extreme where they're very tight with money. And very, it's my money. Mm. Very authoritarian with their money. And so they don't Are those the ones that will like, you know, this money has to go into my savings account and there's no way that it's going to be used for anything but, you know, like. Right. Yeah. They get very, very defined with it. Um, In partnerships, they can feel if they're the primary income earner in a traditional, you know, setting, if you do have someone that's more the provider of the income, they can start to feel like 
they you know, and the other person has to get permission mm-hmm. to um, access it, you know, that they take a lot of authority over it. And they can become very, it can become very challenging in the relationships they're in because of they get, get extreme versus, uh, like my son's a type four and there's his wife's a type one and they have agreed that there's a certain amount of money that Julia has every month and it's not a Mark's business <laughs> what she does with it. <laughs> Because he yeah. would have an opinion. Yeah. Type fours have opinions. They have an yeah. opinion because they're critiquing the world. That critique creates an opinion. And so he knows it's very hard for him to not have an opinion, but he'd rather just not know. Yeah. That's <laughs> my ex-husband. He's a type four primary. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. always a battle with money, you know, because even though I made money most of our marriage, he always had an opinion about what I was doing with money. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And that was like very fun. Type one, will, <laughs> a type, type one will use money more for, you know, fun. They want to like going out to eat and doing things with other people. And see, to a type four, that might look wasteful or too spontaneous and, and reckless. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's kind of just, yeah, that so there's a lot of um issues that get created that really beat down the trust in the relationship. So this gives people a huge advantage to just oh look, the way I do you know, we were different, but we have to come to certain certain agreements to with in partnerships because usually money is a big part of the partnership. So like in my world, my husband now works for the company I started and he has for many years and so I have a certain income that you know is my discretionary income that I don't you know we are very we're very open we converse we talk about what how we want to um, our expenditures and things and yet I have a certain income that I don't I just do what I want with it you know because as a type 3 it's kind of like are you kidding me I made this money I'm not going to have to come to you to <laughs> ask you if I can spend it. <laughs> Spending the money I made. No. But he's a great he's a great manager of our money being a type two. I don't have to deal he takes care of it all. I don't have to deal with any of that. Because that's just not where I have my greatest strengths. Mm-hmm. And so see, we've worked it out to be highly compatible with how we bring our natural gifts to that space. Mm-hmm. Well, like in our relationship, Suzanne stashes money all the time. And like, I don't even know. I'll be like, where did that come from? And she's like, well, that's our money from, that's your money from mate. And I was like, oh, like she'll take out like a thousand dollars cash. And I'll, I don't even know that it's there. Cause if it's there, I'm like, let's go play. Cause I love, I love to have experiences. Like that's my number one thing. I could care less. I could live in a box. Like I want to. I want to have like as many experiences as I possibly can. And what I've 
been um, experiencing and learning is having uh, learning how to make saving a game for myself and and seeing how that contributes to my life and also really opening up and allowing Suzanne to do what she's really brilliant at with money which is managing it and directing it and having it work for us <laughs> and so there's that place where we now come together and it's so funny because she her uh she, you know, she's an accountant by trade. And I was so scared when we got together that we were going to have all these money issues because I am like spender girl. But we really have got into allowance of how each other does money and it really works for us. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're both, you're both into, and I want to have invite you to pot and pock your box thing because you're very powerful, Megan. And I'm like, <laughs> uh-oh, we don't need to have Megan living in a box. <laughs> <laughs> No, she'd rather spend money on experiences than a really lovely home. <laughs> you can have both. You can. You can down, so. <laughs> yeah, but you so, both love adventure. You both That's where you meet up really strongly because your type one and your type three loves to go explore this world, but then you have secondaries. And so with Suzanne's type two secondary, she brings in that management piece which is a huge asset to your relationship. Because if you were a 1-3, which you are, Megan, and a 3-1, you'd have to hire somebody to do this for you. You guys would just be go, go, go. (laughs) Yeah, so let's go on break. And when we get back, I'd love to get more into the money, you know, the money aspects and how each type um, has strengths or weaknesses and how they work together with money. So we'll do that after break. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. 
Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Are you going to say anything, Megan? Apparently, I'm in the pilot seat again today. So <laughs> so you are listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and I've got us all on track talking about money and talking about the energy types with our special, awesome, amazing guest, Carol Tuttle. And before break, we she outlined for us types one, two, three, and 4. And you can always go to our Facebook group, uh, called Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne, and there will be more information there, and there will be links um, there to find out what your type is if you don't know. So uh, let's talk more about money and the different types. Carol? Well, you know, the thing that uh, we inherit kind of our money practices from our family culture and our beliefs. And so that, as you understand your true type, you're able to go, what are my, what do I just naturally bring to my experience with money? And where can I now define that independent of what I was sort of, was passed down to me as the beliefs that have been existing in my family culture for, you know, generations. And as you do that, you're able to more freely, um, choose into what's correct for you rather than just what was handed to you. And this gives you an advantage because a lot of people do a lot of money clearing, a lot of money healing and that, but they don't have this particular point of reference yet. And this gives you that reference to first if it money feels heavy and overwhelming in the world of a type one, you won't want to ever interact with it. You will avoid it. You'll disconnect and you'll try and, Stay away, but you can't. You live in a world where money is an essential commodity. It's a resource. It's something we have to get very familiar and friendly with. We need to. We all have a relationship with money, and you can create money to be your best friend and your, you know, an advocate and a resource that wants to be in your life. Money has an intelligent presence on this planet, and so your belief around it, your your response to it is creating it to respond to you in a manner in the relationship. And in the world of a type two, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a really understanding of where everything's at with a, with a plan of how you want to manage it and how you want to accumulate, because there's two things that happen with money. There's the attraction and flow of money coming into your experience. So the word currency is about it being a current, the flow in, the flow out. If you flow more out than you flow in, you go into a deficit. 
And to create wealth, you have to be able to accumulate money. It sticks around. You get It starts to gather. And it's just energy these days. It's not even current, you know, physical matter anymore. We might play with the physical experience of money a little bit. But anybody that's like mega wealthy, it's an energetic, it's the energy of money that they have rights to. Because it's not dollar bills sitting in a bank somewhere. And so how, you know, are you, when you're not aligned with your true energy, you can't really accumulate the energy of money to your benefit because you're in imbalance. So others think money stays in an imbalance. And then as a type three, if you don't give yourself the right to, type threes can be cheap. You can get too stuck on the deal, cheap, getting by without and I think it's important to learn how to, money is an exchange of energy. To be willing to give that energy for the something you value in return. So to get clear on what do I value that I'm really willing to invest in and not fall in the cheap side of things. And then for type fours to watch their all or nothing quality with money. And again, that money is a resource that has a flow and are you allowing it to flow accumulate so I love what you're talking about as far as having a relationship with money so what I'm hearing is that for type ones if they can have a relationship with money that's fun that's uplifting that gives them opportunity and possibility then they're going to make a lot more money having that type Uh of relationship right that money supports that that money wants to be there you know think of money as a friend and you give it the job of, so a type one would give their friend called money the job of showing up so it could support that individual in having more fun in life. <laughs> so what would what would type two, what would that relationship be? Like safety, like a plan, like having relationships with money? Money, comfort. Comfort. comfort is the key word. Comfort is the key word in the type two world. They like mm. comfortable clothes, comfortable environments. So money is an, a resource to help create a comfortable life. Uh huh. Cool. And type three, it's about a result. Like I'm getting this money so that I can take this trip or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Like to, it's about a result. Um, and about totally, accumulation. How, and about accumulation. How much can I? How much can I accumulate? Yeah. How big yeah. can it get? There's a lot of <laughs> satisfaction in that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I love doing that. I love looking in my bank account and seeing how much more money I can make than I've ever made before. Uh-huh. Right? I keep track uh-huh. of that. Yeah. So yeah, how funny about- every time with you, too, I've had an opportunity to inspire you and say, you need to charge more. Uh-huh. You know, I've been willing. I've been, I understand the... Um, equity of the balance of the energy of money and I'm willing when I feel somebody the value they've given me is beyond what they've charged me I will give them more which I've consistently done with you yeah say well I'm going to pay you this much (laughs) I love it value I felt because I'll feel the imbalance Mm -hmm. and I know as I play with money in that way more will show up for me because I'm honoring it I'm valuing money as a resource and a fair way to say this, you know, what I received has this much value of money as energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm 
I'm very intuitive around that to say, well, I need to pay this much because that's yeah. what's correct here. Yeah, I love that. And I've, and I've told you this, but I'll tell our listeners that I always know, you know, when I need to raise my prices because <laughs> Carol will say, okay, this isn't, a, this isn't an energy match. I'm going to pay you this much more for the reading, which is always so amazing. So I really have always appreciated that so much about you. So we only have about less than three minutes left on our show today. Um, so tell the listeners um, how they can find you. Well, go to, for the free energy profiling course, you go to dressingyourgoose.com forward slash free course. And then you can find me on Facebook. Um, it's facebook.com forward slash the Carol Puddle. And I have uh, um, the com. You can resource stuff through that website. That'll get you where you need to go. Yeah, you can pretty much just Google Carol Tuttle and you can find all kinds of things. (laughs) But definitely definitely come to our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. All that information will be right there. And I I think that Megan's still on mute. Somehow she got muted. Oh, I don't know if that was trying to be her or not. But uh, <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, there you I'm are. Back. You're back. Oh my gosh, I've been rescued from oblivion in the green room with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh boy. Oh. So well, you, lucky, lucky, lucky Jesus. He was. I know. Exactly. I, I would like to so, say, can yeah, I want to say one thing, which is that what I've discovered is I've helped people with money because I I'm really good at creating it being a one and knowing that I'm a one and knowing that has really given me permission to create how I create and I help people really shift money all the time and I can't tell you how valuable it is these energy types and as Carol said we're all of them and we have some dominant ones that are it's more easeful when we're in that energy and so I think knowing what this is and knowing like and and really giving yourself permission to create from this movement and these energies because money as you said Carol is a currency it's all about movement so like um knowing moving money how you move it is awesome mm-hmm. absolutely Thank and then you. pairing up with somebody who is kind of your yin the yin to your yang right so like um, so that's what's so awesome about Megan and I is we have three of the four energy types and we could really uh, capitalize on that. So, um, so yeah, so next week we'll be still talking about money. So please join us next week uh, for Money, 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 September. Thank you, Carol. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.